Milwaukee Journal Sentinel beat reporter Ben Steele. I don't know if he slept last night, but he's going <laughs> to hop on the pod with us right now and talk a lot of Marquette basketball. we got a lot of transfers in, a couple freshmen coming, following Shaka Smart to Milwaukee from Texas. Ben, starting things off from a broad perspective, of the guys that we've seen now, I think we've seen four or five new faces, or will mm-hmm. see four or five new faces in this program. Does one stand out above the rest to you right now? Yeah, you know, one guy who I didn't know much about because um, I, you know, don't really follow Texas Longhorns basketball recruiting very closely, but um, uh, Keon Itajere, who uh, he's from North Carolina and he committed to Shaka Smart and his staff at Texas. Man, if you watch this guy's YouTube clips, man, his his athleticism just like leaps off the leaps off the the screen at you and he's like 6'10 and really long um and he's just just looks like he's just scratching the surface of 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 what he could be Uh, i talked to his high school coach yesterday and he was saying like yeah this kid's got nba athleticism and he just he doesn't even know it yet he's only been playing basketball for four years he started playing seriously as a freshman in high school and you know he was like a bench warmer for a couple years and and then you know he's starting to starting to understand the nuances of the game so i think he's a guy that's just got just tremendous upside and if you look at you know Shaka Smart and his coaching staff their their history at Texas they were really good at developing big guys like you think back to Mobamba and Jared Allen and and uh Jackson Hayes and i'm probably forgetting some people off the top of my head that's a good but three. He's been really good at uh, developing big guys, so um, they clearly saw something in him, and he's got the he's got the physical tools. Now it's just like putting it all together, and it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how he develops. So Ben, what do you see as the common thread between all these guys? I, I, you mentioned a couple words, long and athletic, and it seems mm-hmm. to be uh, you know a common thread with Ellis, Atijere, yeah. uh, you know D- David Joplin, the local kid. It, it seems yeah. like all of these guys kind of fit a certain mold that Chaka's trying to recruit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they had a lot of guards, and I think all of them were about in the the six four, six five range. Um, and yeah, Joplin's a, a little bit bigger than that. He, so he's like six seven. So he, he he could play down low, but he he also plays outside. And so I think um, you're starting to see, you know, the kind of roster that 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 Shaka Smart likes to play. You know, I think he likes to use a lot of three guard lineups. That's why you see a lot of that he's he's stockpiling a lot of guards uh like you said like a lot of uh long lengthy athletic guys that you know shaka smarts if you if you, if you look at all those teams they've all been strong defensively at you know every stop he's been at at vcu and texas they've all been good defensive teams so i, I think you could see like a, a team that's going to get after it defensively and and get after you and kind of switch they could switch a lot um, play physically, maybe even pick you up full court like he did back in the, like Shaka Smart did back in his VCU days. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really interesting roster right now. So is it a teasery or Eddie Jari? It, <laughs> I think it's a teasery. Yeah, a, a teasery. I mean, I, okay, I just wanted to make sure so we don't have to go back and re-record the entire it's, podcast because Brian was calling uh, it a teasery. It's actually in Tenacumpo. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do okay with these names. I think. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Uh, that's why I'm a print guy. I don't have to worry about this stuff. I just gotta spell it right. Well, hey, also 
I want to look and point out one thing that we talked about in our first segment was the fact that we now have a Milwaukee area recruit on this team going into next mm-hmm. season, David Joplin, um, four-star recruit. He played at Brookfield Central. This kid's athleticism was off the charts. Um, he was wanted at a few schools for big reasons. He reminds me a lot of, and I wasn't just reading your article, which was great, by the way, but he reminds me a lot of Jamal Kane. Um, yeah. But hopefully we get a higher ceiling than Kane. Do you think that that's possible? Yeah, I think I think he's probably a little more polished basketball-wise than Jamal was, and he's a, he's a little thicker too. Um, so he'd be he can more bang inside. I think now Jamal, Jamal's athleticism was like off the charts, you know, or not was it still is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, I think that's a good comparison. Uh, uh, Joplin might be a little more, uh, more more offensive skill. You know, more more all around. Um, Man, they need probably, that. You know, shoot off the dribble and take guys off the dribble and you know that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it, it's a good comparison, but yeah, but but you know, versatile skill set in a in a six seven frame. You'll you'll take that. So, Ben, how important do you think it is, and Kevin and I were talking about this earlier in the podcast here on Championship Blue, um, how important do you think it is that Shaka is establishing a recruiting presence, not just here in the state of Wisconsin, but in the city of Milwaukee? It was something that Wojo really seemed to struggle with. Yeah. And he, he recruited great in-state, but really in the city of Milwaukee, what does that mean for the future of the program that Shaka's doing that right out of the gates? Yeah, I, I think it's good on, you know, a lot of levels. I mean, first of all, I mean, it's just, just good PR. I mean, you see yesterday, getting a local kid, how excited people were about that. Um, and, you know, having a really good guy on top of that is just, just icing on the cake there. Um, yeah, it gets people excited. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of really good players in Milwaukee the last couple of years um, that have gone elsewhere. So um, just to establish the relationship with, with, you know, the grassroots coaches and, the, and, and, you know, high school coaches. You see, he's Shaka Smart's already offered scholarships to guys in in the 20, 2022 class. Um, so he's definitely got an eye on that, and definitely trying to trying to cultivate those relationships. Yeah, and certainly looking at the guard position. I mean, just seeing the guys that have come in, um, Ellis, and then you get, you know, you get uh, Stevie Mitchell from last season, who's coming in again now, and then you got Carton returning. And something Brian pointed out was the backbone of this team seems to be sticking around even even though they were Wojo's guys. You got Carton, Lewis, and Garcia. We'll talk about Garcia in a minute, but mm-hmm. being able to keep guys like Carton and Lewis is just it's vital to a team that's going to be so young next year yeah. and so inexperienced, but you have guys who are experienced playing at the university or maybe a little bit more comfortable does that speak a lot to Shaka's character and being able to keep guys around like that, or how would you interpret it? Yeah, yeah, I, he definitely thought that was important. As soon as he got the job, um, Shaka said, you know, he was hopping on a plane, and that that first week on the job, you know, he flew out to Baltimore. This was the week before uh, Easter, so most of the the players were back in their hometowns. So he flew out to Baltimore. He flew out to to Iowa to meet with DJ Carton and his parents, and he flew to Minnesota, and he flew out to California to meet with you know Dexter and Arizona to be with uh, Oso. So he was he was flying around. Um, I haven't talked to Shaka about all that. Um, I've talked to most of the the players' parents 
Um, but they were all just impressed with how he wanted to, you know, just just develop the relationships with 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 the guys that he did know. He actually knew uh, Shaka recruited Dawson and and Oso at Texas, so he those, he already knew those guys. So it was just kind of re- reestablishing that relationship. But he was really intent on on meeting all those guys and meeting all their parents and you know whoever in their circle is important to him. Um, and I'm going to be interested, uh, we're talking to Shaka here at the next, uh, later today and early afternoon, I'm definitely going to ask about how he went about establishing that the connection with the returning players, because I think that's, that was very interesting and, and very key to, to getting that core back for next year's team. So, Ben, I, I want to get some clarity on Dawson a little bit. We all saw in his Instagram post that he's testing the NBA draft waters, but he's keeping his collegiate eligibility. Um, yeah. Is your understanding that if he comes back to college, he's going to play at Marquette, or is he exploring other options? Did, did Shaka get through to him? You just mentioned that you know that, that he flew to Minnesota yeah. and they made me mad. Is his intention, if he comes back to school, to play at Marquette? Yeah, that's the way I understand it. Okay. Um, uh, he's not in the transfer portal. So, you know, a lot of people that do that, some people, some players enter both the NBA draft and the the, the transfer portal. I think Mac McClung did that um, off the top of my head. So, But Dawson's not in the transfer portal. So I assume that if he does come back to school, that it would be Marquette. Do you think he gets drafted? No, I don't. Uh, I think he's he's intriguing, you know, he's... Yeah, that's the uh, thing. A six eleven guy who can shoot, like, is definitely like NBA guys are definitely going to want to see him. But you know, as we saw during the season last year, he needs to get stronger. He, you know, he got blocked, his shot blocked around the rim a lot last year. Um, defensively, I don't know how he would hold up uh, guarding fours in you know the NBA game. Uh, that would be definitely be a challenge for him. But yeah, he's got a, he's got skill. He's he's a skilled player, so it's definitely interesting. I think teams will want to bring him in and and see how he fares, Garden, you know, different kinds of players. Um, we'll see if he gets invited to the combine. That would be interesting to see how it, how it, how he pans out there. Um, but I think teams are ultimately going to say interested in him and interested in him as kind of like a two way contract guy. And then, you know, Dawson's going to have to decide, uh, you know, if he wants to grind his professional career through that way, grinding through the G League and trying to establish himself there, coming back mm. to college, you know, it'll be, we'll see how, how he feels about that. Yeah, that's a good point. Oftentimes we forget about the two-way contracts and that being an option, even going undrafted. And um, yeah. that's going to have us all holding our breaths this summer just because, of how much he means to this team. He's arguably their best player going into next yeah. season. Um, really wanted to just finish out here. I guess if you could just clarify a little bit here, if we're looking mm. at a starting lineup for next season, Oof. if you want to give us the way too early <laughs> starting five. Yeah, let it fly, Ben. Don't go, oh, like, let's let's hear the starting five. Yeah. Get inside Shaka's head. Yeah. That wasn't my question. I lost it, so we're going on the fly. We're was, doing this. That was my question. All right, uh, I'm going to assume Dawson's coming back. All right, so we could we'll do that. Um, I'm going to go Dawson and Justin Lewis in the front court. Uh, DJ Carton for sure, and then I'm going to go with uh, 
Tyler Kolick, the the transfer from George Mason, got got to get a little shooting out there. Uh, then you know I might throw Joplin in the starting lineup at the at Let's the three, go. You know, six seven guy. That's kind of inter- interesting lineup. Uh, yeah, it's it's this team's a team's a little thin on the front court. So yeah, yeah you took and I'm sure they're I'm sure they're not done making moves. So we'll we'll see how everything pans out. But as of right now, I I think that lineup's pretty interesting. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a small ball lineup, Ben. Like it, it, yeah, and it's kind of it's a byproduct of what the roster is right now. Do you think that's the way Shaka wants to play? Or, or do you think uh, he is actively trying to get bigger? I got to believe that at some point you're going to want to yeah. recruit some size playing in the Big East. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about at Texas, he always had really good big guys. So I'm sure he'd like to add a few more big bodies and long arms that can protect the rim and rebound and you know catch alley oops and uh, all that. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean. The roster, I think, is not done yet. I mean, it's definitely not done yet because they got 14 scholarship guys, and you know, you only get 13 spots. So somebody's going to be the odd man out at least, and we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. And you know, college basketball, man, it's always changing day to day. Thanks for reminding me of that question. That was actually the question that I lost on my page. Was doing yeah. the math. There's only 13 scholarships. They got 14 guys. Yeah. Not sure who that odd man out's going to be, um, yeah. but I think that that was probably a conversation they had with Theo. John was like, and maybe it was Theo's kind of decision to move on too. But you know, with that yeah. extra year eligibility, it was almost like, you know what, you've done your four years. Let's see what you know. We're just moving on. Um, but again, I'm not sure who that that player is going to be, but obviously it's yeah. going to be somebody. Um, yeah, that'll be a topic I mean, it, we'll discuss. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to shake out. I. I you know, I don't want to hazard a guess on somebody's future, but um, if you just look, I mean, you look at the amount of guards they added, I mean, that would be the spot that you would predict it would come from. You know, mm-hmm. they got like eight guards on the roster right now. And somebody's going to look at it and say, yeah, man, I'm not going to play that much. I better go someplace else. So it'll be interesting to see who that is. Ben, thank you, as always. Thanks, we call him, We can call him the friend of the show now. He's been on three times, right? That's the rule? Three times? I don't know. We'll let him decide. Uh, Are you a friend? It's a, it's. It's official when I get the paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Us too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. That's been Steel Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Marquette beat reporter. More ahead on Championship Blue.